Welcome to the Best Things Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on all the socials at Best Things Pod as well. Now, here are your hosts, Craig and Aaron. Hello, Internet. Welcome into the Best Things Podcast, a very special episode of the Best Things Podcast. Today, um, Aaron and I are on a little bit of a spring break from recording, and so today what we thought we would do is give you a little bit of a best of the best things in your favorite 90s TV way, you get a rerun and a best of uh, rerun at that. So uh, what you're about to hear is an episode back before we were the best things, we were the 10 things where we talked about 10 specific things and uh, you're going to hear an episode all the way back from September 16th of 2019, one of our favorites where Aaron and I talk about uh, food sins. Uh, This is, of course, where we go on some rants about food. Um, In fact, I think uh, this is the episode where we talk about pineapple on pizza and fake bacon and all the kinds of stuff. So uh, if you have not gone back and listened to our older episodes, well, you're in for a treat. Uh, Now, I will say this. It's (laughs) it's a very different type of episode than maybe what you're used to if you've just started joining us in the last... uh, 15, 20 episodes or so, um, our cadence, honestly, was very different. And uh, don't judge us on our audio quality. Back then, uh, we were working with a lot less than we have now. So sit back and enjoy this uh, best of the best things, the 10 things about food sins. Enjoy. Hello, Internet. Welcome into the 10 Things Podcast. My name is Craig. Alongside me, as always, my partner in food crime, Aaron Brooks. Good day, sir. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. Um, it is the time of recording this. It is the nearing the middle of September. But ladies and gentlemen, it feels like the middle of July. Oh, yeah. It is a billion degrees outside. Face will melt off if you walk up. Anymore. Actually, this morning after the rain, it felt pretty good. It did feel good this morning. It did, but it, did. it quickly went away and it changed. Um, I don't know when you're listening to this, but um, we are we're nearing the midst of fall. And Aaron, I don't know about you, but one of my favorite things to do in fall is eat. Yeah, uh, I like to do that in the fall, winter, spring, <laughs> and summer. <laughs> It's an activity of mine. Um, food is amazing. I love food. Um, but there are certain things you shouldn't do with food. Yeah. And people disagree. Case in point, the two of us. <laughs> uh, we disagree strongly on some of these things. So today we are we're talking about 10 things about food sins. Yeah. And it took us a little bit to come up with the right title for this one because... There's um, a lot of different avenues that you can go Yeah, you know, and... We, we originally talked about 10 things you shouldn't do to food, uh, but we landed on 10 things about food sins because you may not feel strongly about some of these, but there is a group of people that do. Exactly. And I think we are part of some of those groups. At least I know the ones I chose, I'm, I am part of these teams. So I, th- I think we should just dive into it. Before we, before we actually jump in, 
I was I was reading about some different food sins and and some experiences that people have had as they listed things that you should and should not do. And I got a real chuckle out of this one. This was from Reddit. Uh, uh, yeah. some, someone only kind of a panda uh, is their is their name. Uh, but this is what they wrote: uh, My aunt, as a child, would lick the salt off of her Wendy's fries when the family went out to eat. My grandpa would be horrified with her for not eating perfectly good fries, and so he would eat them himself, not knowing that she had licked the salt off of each one. Oh. So basically, she says, my grandma and aunt let him believe that Wendy's just had the worst, soggiest fries oh, in the world for goodness. years before he ever caught her in the act. I mean, you talk about a food sin. Oh, wow. That's a food sin. I could not imagine. I could not be <laughs> friends with anybody. Oh. Um, so yeah, these are... Again, we we have not looked at each other's list. We have not um, we've not gone in detail about any of this stuff. This is another one of those episodes that stemmed from a conversation we had that very quickly turned into a heated debate. <laughs> yeah, I did. That we thought, hey, let's put this on a podcast. Um, so, do you want to go first, or would you like me to go first? You go first. Okay. Number one for me, uh, this is probably a biggie, um, and I've got I'm, I can sum it up in two words: mm. steak sauce. Wow! Now this is this is amazing because this was on my list. Was as it well. on your right list? up at the top? Yeah, you should never be putting steak sauce on a steak. If you needed the steak sauce, you ordered the the wrong thing. You you ordered your steak from the wrong place. Yeah. My dad used to tell, used to say, whenever we go to a restaurant, he'd order a steak. Um, the waiter or waitress would always go, "Would you like a one or Heinz fifty seven, or would you right. like any steak sauce?" Uh, not sponsors, obviously. Um, my dad would always turn around and say, "If I need steak sauce, you're getting it back." Exactly, because it is a sin to put steak sauce on a steak. In I, fact, I I kind of think any sauces on i'm not just a i'm not a fan of sauce on steak period yeah you know i'm not either now i've had a few of like just a a simple like buttery spread on it is okay. fine if it's not over but like a sauce right i the know, steak needs to shine through it really does um the only sauce that i put on my steak when we bring a steak in from the grill the one thing i do put on it is a big pat of butter and just let that butter melt into the steak. Yeah. That that's it. That's all it needs. That provides juiciness. A sauce, you, you just lose the flavor of the steak. Right. The meat should be shiny. Exactly. The meat should should come alive. And the flavoring you add to it, the rub or just the simple salt and pepper. Oh, yeah. Um, have you ever had like coffee espresso rub steaks? No, I've seen that. I've never tried one, though. Um, really good. I, I've heard I recommend people it. say that, and they say that it brings out the... The beefiness yeah, in it, the steak. It just does something a little bit different to the steak. Uh, we used to do, um, we haven't in a while, but we used to do like Blue Apron, Home Fresh, those meal delivery right. systems. And uh, a lot of times they would, uh, of course, you got sirloins with them, like petite sirloins, which I could sit here and talk about the type of steak you should have. It's ribeye. It's ribeye. You need yeah. a ribeye. Yeah, hands down. Um, but they would give us sirloins, and then they would have this like coffee rub to go on it, and it was really good. And last week, our family was on vacation, and we went into this little uh, tea shop, and the rest of my family thought it was weird for wanting to go into a tea store, but they didn't see the little word that was underneath tea, and it said spices. Oh, okay. And so I went in there. They had coffee 
espresso rub seasoning for steak. And oh wow! I absolutely picked it up, and we actually we tried it last week, and it was incredible. Well, that sounds good. It's so good. Uh, as long as we're going to talk about steak there, I think we should make this a two for one thing. Okay. So that way we don't have to list it anywhere else. Gotcha. But, uh, can we add well done to that? That was on my list. Too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just a combo deal there. Yeah. The, well done and sauce on steak. Yeah. If you are cooking your steak to well done temperature, shame on you. Shame. You're probably the same person that is putting steak sauce on your steak. And that's why you need the steak sauce. Exactly. If you would just kick it down a couple degrees, yeah, uh, you'd be amazed at how good your steak can taste. I had some friends that... that thought medium was just way too rare for a steak and finally uh, i got one of them over to the house cooked a steak for him to a perfect medium temperature he sat down and ate it and said this is the best steak i've ever had in my life i said that's because you're eating a medium steak yeah it's not overcooked um is medium your go-to somewhere between medium rare and medium yeah that's me too Mm -hmm. Uh, i don't i don't do rare no um anytime if i'm cooking it myself i like to go toward medium uh, if I'm going to a restaurant, I'll always ask for medium rare because they exactly. tend to overcook they it. They overcook them. And there's just nothing worse than an overcooked steak. No. It's like eating thick beef jerky. Yes. And if you're eating a well-done steak, you might as well just save the money and order a hamburger. Oh, 100%. I, I used to know somebody. I mean, I still know them. Uh, but And I don't know if they do this anymore, but they used to go to a super nice steakhouse. And like a really fan, really expensive, they would go in and they would order their steak. Well done. Oh, like how are you spending a lot of money? Some of these steakhouses, if you've never been to a really nice steakhouse, they can get really up there. Oh yeah. I mean, you can, it's not it's nothing to spend fifty bucks on a steak easily. And you go there and to order, spend that money on a well done steak. There are some restaurants that absolutely will not allow you to and, order your steak well done. And those are the best steakhouses. And I applaud those people. That's where I want to eat my steak at. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so yeah, steak sauce and well done. Absolutely two big food sins. Aaron? Okay. I've got a, I've got a long list of food sins. <laughs> we only get to talk about 10 of them today. Uh, so I'm going to put one in here that I that I feel pretty passionate about, and that is that is bacon. A food sin is Dude. substituting something other than pork. Yep. For your bacon. I promise we didn't look at each other's list. That was on mine too. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Turkey is not bacon. Yeah. Never has been. Never will be. There there is no substitute for bacon. It is pork. Yeah, always and forever. Have you had other bacon?s Yes. What 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 have you had? If you remember, uh, I've had turkey bacon. Obviously, that that's the big one. Uh, I have had some sort of veggie bacon. Mm. Uh, no, see that I haven't done yet. Well, don't do it. Save, yeah, I can save your it's terrible. palate and don't eat it. It's a uh, it's garbage. Uh, I think those are the only two that I can remember. I've had having. chicken bacon. Chick- yes, I've had a chicken bacon. Okay. Chicken bacon, the taste of it is not awful, but it's not bacon. It's not bacon. It doesn't come close. What I want to know is why Why would you want to substitute your bacon from a pig? Like, why would you eat, especially the other meat alternatives? I get it if you're vegetarian. I mean, I don't get it, but I get yeah, it. Yeah, right, exactly. But I, I can understand. I can, I can at least wrap my head around if you are 
vegetarian and you would like something that replicates, I mean, if you're eating a veggie burger and want that crunch of or t- taste that smokiness of bacon on to replicate your fake burger, um, <laughs> why you would do a veggie bacon. But if you're a meat eater, why are you doing anything other than pig? Exactly. If, I mean, if you're watching your health, your cholesterol, whatever it might be, uh, cut back somewhere else and get that slice of real bacon in there. Yeah. You'll be much happier in life. Oh, you will. I've met people that eat turkey bacon every single day, and believe me, they're just not as happy on a daily basis as your as your pig bacon people. Um, in case you don't know, I, I was just looking it up here. This is according to Wikipedia, so take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> or salty bacon. <laughs> uh, bacon is a type of salt-cured pork. Hello, that's the yeah, definition. Exactly. Bacon is prepared from several different cuts of meat, typically from the pork belly or from back cuts, which would have less fat than the belly. Now, let me ask you this. Are you a fan of thick-cut bacon or the, the thin bacon? I, lo- I like thick cut. Okay. We could we could do a whole... Uh, we should. A bacon fact, episode. A bacon episode. Yeah. It's coming. Just brace yourselves because we're going to do 10 things about bacon at some point. But are you 100% on the crispy side or closer to zero on the really floppy side? It's got to be crispy. It's got to be really crispy. Yeah. See, I am probably... Like, what what would you say uh, on a scale from 1 to 10? 5 being kind of in the middle. I would say it needs to be a 7. 7? Okay. I'm probably... I'm probably in the six category. I like just a, a little bit of the fatty parts. I really I like I like a lot of crispy and then just a po- some pockets of fattiness. I've got some friends they eat it more like a two. Really? Yeah, it's just like, is it, it undercooked or just? Yeah, it looks. It, it's like they just kind of throw it in there for a minute or two, and uh, I don't know what it turns out like, but it's 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 not good. How, how do you cook your bacon? Oven. Pan fry. I prefer I prefer oven baked. Oven really? Yeah. It just it lays flat. It doesn't curl up on you. Um, It just seems to get crispier, uh, in my opinion, when you do it that way. Instead of having different hot spots in there, it just all cooks so evenly, and it's it's one less thing to put on the stove. You don't have stuff splattering uh, into the oven. When when I found out about cooking bacon in the oven, it was kind of a, a game changer in the kitchen for us. I think when we do our bacon show, we ought to have bacon to to eat. I 100% While we're talking that. about bacon. Yes, I like it. Okay. Um, next on my list. Okay. This is something my wife does. Um, she commits this sin. Ooh. And we've had conversations about this. Um, and I'm, I'm tempted to extend this to other things, but for right now... I'm just going to say ketchup on a hot dog. Wow. We might disagree on this. I don't know. But ketchup on a hot dog to me indicates you are under the age of 10 years old. I have seen uh, perusing the interwebs. I've seen other people say the same thing that you're saying. The only condiment that really needs to be on a hot dog is, is mustard. And if you want to add relish, that's cool. Um, maybe some onions or halibut, but that's really about it. Um, I understand Chicago. Listen, I'm the, I get it. You, or they put everything They put theirs. everything. Pickle spears, tomatoes. Celery salt, onions. Um, I know some people like sauerkraut on their dogs. That's fine. Yes, I um, love sauerkraut on a dog. 
But ketchup, man. Okay. Can't do ketchup on a hot dog. Sorry. I'm going to have to disagree with you here. I, I don't have a problem with ketchup on a hot dog. My wife eats ketchup on a hot dog as yeah, well. Yeah, mine does too. I, I typically don't. I call her a child every time, and I will call you a child if you, if you do it. <laughs> mustard, uh, good old yellow ballpark mustard on a hot dog is my go-to topping, but I, I like spicy brown on a, on a hot dog. Uh, crowd on a dog's good. And every now and then I'll have ketchup on a hot dog. I don't... What's the big deal about it? Why doesn't it belong on there? It just doesn't. I mean, it's it's un-American. Um, if you put ketchup on a hot dog, you must be from Canada, I'm assuming. Um, Why I'm, is it always offered right Don't next. write us it's letters, Canada. Don't write us letters. Um, it's just... it. I can't explain it. It's just how it should be. There's just... I think it's the, the contrast in that sharpness of mustard that brings the hot dog to life. Ketchup just feels like it's watered down. According to chowhound.com, if you're over the age of 18, you should not be putting ketchup on your hot dog. I would say 10, maybe 12. But it's a it's a kid thing. It's a kid th- the reason why I think this is cuz kids don't understand good food yet. <laughs> it's why they order chicken tenders at every restaurant they go to. And so and they dip them in ketchup. Yeah, and they're used to ke- ketchup is just that easygoing, nice, simple thing, and so they put uh, it on. So their they don't hot have dogs. a good palate. You're saying they don't. No, let's be really honest for a second. Most kids, okay, if your kid's exceptional and you're like, my little Timmy loves these kinds of foods, great. I'm just saying for most people. And listen, before we go any further, I should have mentioned this at the early part of the show. Our opinion is not necessarily right way we're not saying your ideas are lame even though they are (laughs) they're just they're wrong they're just wrong okay these are just our opinions don't get angry at us please keep listening i'm sure we'll say something at some point that you agree with listen to this the officials at the national hot dog and sausage council part of the american meat institute say that you should not squirt ketchup on a hot dog over the age of 18 okay council president janet riley says you have to grow up sometime. This is the hot dog council? This is the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council has said this. Okay, well, if they, I feel like that has some weight behind it then. So you've won me over. Ketchup shouldn't go on a hot dog. Thank you. Uh, Here's the reason they give, okay? Because ketchup is so sugary that you should be over yes. that as an adult. Okay, so let me ask go. you this then. If, if ketchup's not appropriate for a hot dog is it appropriate for a hamburger Ooh, isn't this kind of the same thing it is just ketchup on a hamburger yes i agree you should not do that now my wife likes this and i i tend to like it occasionally if you put mayonnaise and ketchup yes or ketchup and mustard or you know spicy ketchup or something like that if you elevate the ketchup then i think that's fine but simply only ketchup on a burger. Yeah, you're you're. I immediately think you're. Okay, if you old. elevate the ketchup, can you put that on a hot dog? Possibly. So it sounds like to me that you don't really find that ketchup should ever have any purpose other than being used as a as a as an accoutrement for dipping your French fries into. Yes, as a dipping agent for French fries, onion rings, tater tots, something like okay. that. something potato yep. based ish. A side dish like that. Or uh, in a meatloaf. 
or with the meatloaf. Oh, okay. As long as we're talking about ketchup, let's do another two for one here because I had this on my list, <laughs> and, and so we'll just get it out of the way. I had ketchup on eggs. Oh, gosh, please no. That's a, yeah. I, I know a lot of people that do that. That's a, that's a, I think that's an even greater sin than ketchup on a hot dog, personally. You might be right. I, I just don't know very many people that do it. I mean, I don't, I don't know a lot. I've got several. Uh, I've mostly friends. cut those people out of my life. Well, that's probably what needs to happen. You know, it's a good way. Well done steak, ketchup on eggs. Um, you know, you're off the friends yeah, list. You're out of here. Okay. Give us your number, number four for us overall. Yes, number four overall. Okay. Uh, a food sin to me is messing with a grilled cheese sandwich. Uh-oh. I have I have a friend that is really into trying all sorts of different grilled cheese sandwiches. But a grilled cheese sandwich involves two things. Cheese and bread. Don't go putting other stuff on your grilled cheese sandwich. Fruit absolutely not. Would, okay, now I know I've been giving you the side eye for this. Yes, you have. But I don't... Why would you put fruit? Oh, it's a big deal. It's a big Apple, deal? pear, oh, yes. Oh, I Yeah, like just, just, just Google grilled cheese sandwich recipes, and you'll see, you'll see several of these things. Because, um, you know, a lot of people say that apple and cheese pairs well together. There's another pear joke, but uh, <laughs> no. It shouldn't be on a, on a grilled cheese sandwich. They want to start putting greens on a grilled cheese sandwich and different types of onions. Uh-uh. Okay, this is where you said onions. Now, I am all for... Now, okay, it depends on what you want to do here because I love a sandwich that is prepared like a grilled cheese sandwich. Okay. But that has meat in it, that has maybe some onion in it. Um, really, those are the two big ones. I'll, I'll put like ham roast beef or pastrami or something like that into what I would call a grilled cheese sandwich, but that's throw not. in a ton of meat and butter it and then, and then you know, You go to up. restaurants, you will see on their menus things called a hot ham and cheese sandwich. That's fine. We can have a hot and ham see, and cheese sandwich. I, that's where, I don't know. I, but I it's think, not a grilled cheese. And we've had this conversation. I have a feeling what's coming up for your next couple, but I think we, we get caught up in the language more than anything because I would I would classify that a grilled cheese sandwich. Then anything can be a grilled cheese sandwich. If it has cheese in between bread, yeah. You no, other there, there is a food truck here in town that's called that the the grilled cheese yeah, truck. Yeah, it's a grilled right. cheese truck and they they experiment with the tons of stuff. So none of those are grilled cheese sandwiches. No. I had one of my favorite sandwiches I've ever had and you're going to laugh at this, but had it was a vegetarian grilled cheese oh, sandwich man. it had portobello mushroom bell pepper onion no you've had a different sandwich that happened to have cheese on it you didn't have a grilled cheese sandwich a grilled cheese sandwich you can experiment with your cheese go crazy with it Velveeta. my wife thinks that Velveeta should always be the cheese that's used on a grilled cheese sandwich uh, or american cheese i like to throw in some cheddar some swiss uh, throw in some mozzarella and get that pull. Put go wild. Put some fontina on there or something smoked. Some Havarti, some Munster cheese. But it's all cheese. It has to just be cheese. Cheese and bread. Okay. I mean, put some butter on it and grill it up. 
Uh, but no, don't don't put vegetables on it. Look, I love bacon. We just talked about bacon and our love for bacon. But even the amazing food product of bacon should not go on a grilled cheese sandwich. Then it becomes something else. Is Don't it, mess with a grilled cheese. It just becomes a grilled sandwich. It's just, yeah, it's just a sandwich. You can't add, even if it's 90% cheese and a couple strips of bacon? Even if that sandwich is cheese forward, you're saying it, you deny it the right to be called a grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah, I think I have to. Grilled cheese needs to be bread cheese and cheese. only, not right. cheese majority. And then also, please do not dip your grilled cheese sandwich into soup. Hold up. Hold Don't up. do it. Are we past the age ask. of 10? You just said okay, you can't, you can't di- dip. You can't put ketchup on it. You can't a- put ketchup. But man, in, in a tomato soup, a tomato bisque? No. You shouldn't dip it. Oh, man. In fact, I, I'm opposed to dipping a lot of things into other things. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've heard this. We've yeah. talked about this a few times. You're against, like, fries and Frosties. Yes. Um, Cookies into milk. Oh, man. You're missing out. Yeah. No. Have you done these things or just opposed to them in general? Just No, a, I have done. A I stance have, you have in life. Yeah, I have done these things and tried it. I'm not speaking without having tested this. Okay. I think we better move on before we start fist fighting. Um, number five. The fist fight hasn't begun yet. No, it hasn't. It's coming. It's coming. Number five, to bring things back a little bit. I don't know if you'll agree with me on this or not, but we haven't talked about this before. Um, adding toppings on popcorn at the movies. Now, I throw mm. the at the movies caveat in there because... Okay. I do like like caramel popcorn, you know, you get that little tub at Christmas time. It's like cheddar popcorn and caramel corn. Um, I like kettle corn. I like I like different types of popcorn. But when you go to a movie theater, if you're going over to the flavor, you know, to the place where you can add extra salts and different you don't need to put ranch powder seasoning on your popcorn or barbecue or drizzle chocolate on it or add jalapenos or add candy pieces or any of that kind of stuff popcorn at a movie theater is butter salt popcorn that's how it should be that's the experience you get when you go to a movie theater our caveat is doing this at the movies at the movie okay then i'm with you now listen i i typically don't prefer it that way at any time like i said the only time the only differences in popcorn that i usually enjoy are like caramel you know caramelized popcorn caramel corn or kettle corn those are my two other options i have seen you know my wife and i were big into watching a lot of the the cooking shows and reading recipes and reviews and there's a lot of popcorn seasoning recipes that are out there there are a ton of popcorn Um, seasonings yeah it's but I, I mean, I'm I'm pretty much in agreement with you at the movies. At the movies, yeah. It should just be classic. When you're in your own personal time, fine. I mean, it's not. I don't recommend it, but whatever. But at the movies is where it becomes a sin. Sure. Okay. Hey, we, we've gone through five. I think it's break time. Let's do it. Okay. So let's take a break, and we'll be right back in just a little bit.
Okay, and we're back. Okay, Aaron, I have, um, this episode is making me hungry. Me too. I was just sitting here thinking about, man, I hope we have something. Making me hungry. Um, so we have gone through five food sins. Um, sins I think that maybe we've committed in the past. I think we've probably committed these at one point or another. Yes. Whether intentional or unintentional. Um, but it's time to move forward. Aaron, give us number six. Uh, salsa. Okay. I'm curious. There is way too many things out there running around claiming to be salsa that's not salsa. Uh-oh. We may disagree here. Salsa doesn't need to have fruit in it, number one. Oh, that's, I knew that's where you were going. Yeah. Fruit doesn't belong in salsa. I'm sorry. Mint doesn't belong in salsa. There doesn't need to be peach and mango and pineapple. Um, pine- I love pineapple, but pineapple doesn't belong in salsa. Now, I like a good mango salsa. Oh, that's terrible. Black bean doesn't belong in salsa. I will agree with you there. <laughs> well, you have strong feelings about beans uh, and black beans. Uh, but that salsa needs to be tomato-based, and it should be cooked tomato. I've had fresh salsas, oh, picos, but uh, I like cooked salsa best. I'm not going to gripe at you, though, if you do the fresh salsa. We need, to, we need to walk back some of the stuff that we're calling a salsa. I saw something the other day. It was watermelon and feta and mint and some other stuff. Feta? Yes. And this was a a fruit salsa to go over. I think it was a, a piece of grilled chicken. No, that's not salsa. I, I just, I can't, I can't get down with that. I would agree with you for the most part. I have not had some salsas like you've mentioned. The only one that I... I guess I could get down on it not being called salsa, but like I've had some really good quote unquote mango salsas and stuff like that before. A place in Little Rock that I love going to has a great mango salsa. They call it mango salsa, and it's great for chip dipping. It's great for like that. I don't know if if you're. So is this going back to like you can't call it salsa or it just doesn't belong in that combination together? Like you shouldn't dip your chip where a mango resides. I I mean I think that's a little bit weird eating that combination of things, but I don't think you ought to call it a salsa. Uh, Merriam-Webster Dictionary says that it's a spicy sauce of chopped tomatoes, onions, and peppers. It's commonly served with Mexican food. That's your, that's your main definition for salsa. I mean, this isn't one I would fight over because I, I tend to agree with that definition. I, th- I think, yeah, that's salsa. When I think of salsa, that's what I think of. I don't, I mean, I don't know what you want to call these other things, a chutney. Uh, chutney? You know, I don't know what it is, but if you want to call it something else, fine. But really, dipping a chip into fruit just sounds kind of odd. You've had it, though, right? I think so. Yeah, I mean, I, I had mango salsa. I don't know that I would put that way up there, and I don't know that I would 100% agree with it. Now, I definitely agree, like, you know, adding feta cheese, adding stuff like what, what were some of the other things? Black you beans yeah. is what I've seen. I mean, watermelon. What that that that's weird. I mean, I know my, my wife has had some like black bean salsa before. That just seems like a dip. 
Right, it's a dip. That's what I would call it. it would be a dip. Now, I I can make an exception. You know, there's salsa verde, green salsa. You know, it's made from tomatillos usually, yeah, um, which are not technically tomatoes. Um, I think they're part of the gooseberry family. But uh, I'm okay with that. It's a traditional salsa and salsa verde. Those are traditional Mexican dishes. I don't think watermelon feta strawberry dip was a traditional combination. I don't think mango salsa was probably. Now, somebody, you know, let us know if I'm wrong on that, uh, if it's a traditional dish, but I don't think it is. My next one is putting ice in orange juice. Really, ice in most juices. I do this all the time. Do you really? Yeah. You don't feel like it waters it down. I drink it fast enough, I guess. Oh, okay. I ice and orange juice in the morning just and maybe it's just me. I mean, I I don't typically put ice in it, but I mean, I have done it on several occasions. I don't know if I could call this a, a food sin uh because I know a lot of people prefer it or like it, but pulp has no place in orange juice. Oh, I agree there. I hate pulp. Oh, big time. There's nothing worse than getting a big mouthful of that. Yeah. You're, you're, you're thinking you're drinking liquid, and all of a sudden you get little bits it's, of yeah. junk. I'm a big texture person. I know that you yeah. are, and that's just it's really off-putting to me. It is. But ice, I mean, especially if you've got pulp. You have ice in a drink, and that pulp's getting stuck to the ice, and now it's wiggling around in your mouth. And, yeah, that's... But just I now I have done like ice and grape juice before. Grape juice is I think the only juice that I have done ice with, be, simply because some grape juices are very almost thick. thick. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's almost like yeah. a thick, and so adding some ice does water it down a little bit and makes it a little little nicer. Usually, I don't know, just just something about that, and I may be the odd man out there in calling that um, a food sin, but for me, just America is really the the only. We are in the world that really uses ice, ice and everything. Exactly. So if you go everywhere else, ice is is really uncommon, it and is. most people would look at you with disdain at the yes. fact that you're using ice in anything. Now, is it is it a sin? I I think I've got some family that would say it's a sin. I enjoy a nice glass of ice milk. Do you do this for breakfast? Y- yeah, sometimes. See. No, I don't think you can do ice and milk. I have would, you ever I tried would, it? I have, and I would consider that a sin. I mean, you drink it fast enough that it's Tom, not... Uh, yeah, Tom, hold up, time out. You don't like skim milk. You think skim milk is an atrocity, right? Skim milk is water, you know... So why are you literally grating. adding water to your milk? <laughs> Again, I'm going to drink it fast enough. It's not watering down the product, but sometimes the milk's just not cold enough. I want it well, to be so cold. Why don't you stick that cup of milk in the freezer for a little bit? Let it cool down. Let it cool. Well, that's a good idea. I don't have a problem with that. I would consider that. Sometimes I don't think cream. about pouring my milk fast enough to, you know, put it in the deep freeze for a few minutes and <laughs> really get to that extra level of cold. Okay, give us number. What are we on? Number six, uh, eight. We're on this number, number eight. eight. We're on number eight. Okay, pizza. Here we go. Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> 
pizza, food sin, uh, when it comes to pizza, there's a lot of food sins with pizza. In fact, it should be its own episode. There's so many food sins that are I'm happening sure with pizza. I'm sure we'll do a pizza episode. Pizza is, is three things. It's dough. It's delicious. It's, yeah, it, well, it is. It's delicious and the, delicious. What I eat is delicious. What, what some people eat is not delicious. <laughs> pizza dough is a dough. It is a tomato sauce, and it is cheese. That That is what constitutes a pizza. From there, you can begin adding other things to it. And then that's where you get into a sin as well, when you begin p- putting other certain items onto a pizza. But from the very beginning, if you put barbecue sauce down, or you put Alfredo sauce down, I'm sorry, you don't have a pizza. You're creating something else, and it's not a pizza. I would strongly disagree. Well, that's fine, but you're wrong. (laughs) I think the definition for me for a pizza is a crust, a sauce, and toppings. That's just ridiculous. Look, I don't make the rules. I just follow the rules. (laughs) And there are rules. You're saying that that a cauliflower crust can be pizza then or that any of these other carb friendly imposters constitute pizza okay speaking as somebody who is who has been and is uh-huh. currently yep. on a ketogenic diet yes um for those of you that don't know keto is uh it's a low carb diet low carb high fat a lot of people have done a diet similar to this over the years where you cannot have crust like your traditional pizza crust. A cauliflower or something similar alternative for some of us is the best you got to stay on diet. It's not pizza. It is pizza. It may not be good pizza. <laughs> it may not be as I, good as I it can be. I will put a, a piece of cauliflower air had, quote pizza in Have front you of had a cauliflower crusted pizza? Yes. And it's not as good as normal pizza, not even by a, a long shot. A zucchini round with sauce on it, a mushroom with sauce on it. I had that last night. It's not pizza, though. It is pizza. The ones I have are pizza bites because it's smaller. But Okay, even pizza bites. To, you know, uh, uh, is it to, uh, Totino's? Totino's. That's not pizza. That's not. No, those are pizza it's, rolls. They're, they're pizza rolls. They're pizza-like. It's like... it. Uh, you're, You're saying basically all these things are pizza adjacent. Calzones are not pizza. No. Okay, but you have all of the same things. Would you call calzone a pizza? I wouldn't. Well, then why are we arguing? But both it's agree a there. lot closer to pizza <laughs> than what than what you and a lot of the world tries to pawn off as pizza. You're just substituting one thing. It's a substitution. That's all. You're not redefining anything. You're, you're, uh, it's a substitution. Look, it's like opening up your refrigerator and you've got a tub of that whipped topping and you have actual whipped cream. They're not the same thing. What would you call... This is going to sound like a really hard right turn, okay? What would you consider a football field? What does a football field consist of? Grass, lines, would a uh, turf 100 field? yards. Is a turf AstroTurf acceptable? With two field goal posts. Is AstroTurf uh, acceptable? 
Uh, I guess that depends on the league's rules. Basically, that it's the same thing. You are substituting AstroTurf for grass. It's a substitution. Can you play soccer on a football field? Yes. <laughs> but it's... You can't. I have. <laughs> I don't even I know where it. you're going with this. No, 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 no. I win. Look, I'm a reasonable person. <laughs> it's simply a substitution. Okay, so let's talk about some of these different types, okay? Um, Hawaiian pizza. No. Barbecue sauce, uh-uh. chicken, jalapeno, bacon, and pineapple. All of that on one pizza? All of that on a pizza. No. Delicious. Not acceptable. One of my favorites. Not a pizza. Margarita pizza. Yes. What's the difference? There's no marinara sauce on that. A margarita pizza is a traditional... You have dough, you have tomato, and you have cheese. You have the three ingredients that it takes to make a pizza. You don't have any marinara. That's one of the big staples that you can't... You've got to have marinara. You've no, got to have the be, red sauce. It's got tomato. I'll just say tomato. So, because margarita pizza, I mean, we, we identify that as the classic invention of pizza. Okay, if I have a chicken bacon ranch, it has tomatoes on it. No. Uh, well, no, it has no, the tomato. No. You just caught no, yourself no, in your no, own no. lie. No, this yeah, is yeah. Th- that's no, a complete... Yeah. Game over. Craig wins. No. This, this episode is, is now called Craig wins. <laughs> you also don't think that any leafy yeah, vegetable. No, no greens. Don't put greens on it. That's, why, a, that's a salad. Why can you not have greens, but you can have green pepper? Well, one's a green that you eat in a salad. One is a pepper. I eat bell pepper and salad. I'm fine I with, chicken with and peppers salad. being on pizza. You can have bell pepper. You can have red bell What's pepper. What's wrong with a little spinach pepper? or arugula? Because that, that's leafy green. That doesn't go on pizza. It's it, an insult. It's delicious on pizza. No. No. I bet if you go to Italy right now, they will put some spinach on a pizza for you. I don't know if they'll do that or not, but just because somebody can do it doesn't mean that they should. We will do an entire episode. But your stance, give, give the people one last time your stance. What is pizza? Okay. Pizza is a dough. It's a crust. I'm with you so far. Crust. <laughs> you can have a tomato-based sauce and cheese. From there, you can you can discuss other toppings. If you if you order pizza without cheese on it, you don't have pizza. You've taken one of the key elements to making that dish and removed it and created something else. Pizza is a specific dish that must include the three things that I named, or you've now created something new. I'm not going to argue with you anymore on this. Because I think I've already won. Because, no. based on that logic, if I put tomatoes on a barbecue pizza, it's a pizza. No. If it doesn't have to have the red sauce, it needs to ha- If you put barbecue sauce on it, you've changed what it is. You've added a new element to it, and you've created a barbecue sauce. You've already bread. added new elements if you put any toppings other than what you listed on there. If it is simply meat or a... a, a Crust, cheese, and tomato. If that's the pizza. That's then pizza. by adding anything, you can add toppings. And there's the why discussion can't barbecue boss sauce be a topping? It's just not pizza. It it really needs to have. I know there's sauce. no changing your mind on this. <laughs> Absolutely not. I think most of the world would agree with me. And we're gonna no, actually put this on our Instagram. No. We have not used our Instagram very much, 
for this podcast, we're doing it with this one. Go look on our Instagram stories right now and vote. I mean, go to Chicago and ask them if it's okay to Chi- parade around what you're, what you're claiming is pizza. Chicagoans do deep dish. Their pizza is completely different than other pizzas. They'll tell you to leave. It is, it is, that literally is the only three ingredients they'll do. It's heavy marinara, exactly. cheese, and crust. That's it. Pizza should always have extra sauce on it, in my Ooh, opinion. Disagree. I uh, like it. We need to do a whole pizza episode. We got to move on. Go to New York and tell them tell them what you're what you're saying, and they'll tell you to leave New York as well. The two pizza capitals of America. We got to move on. Okay, number nine for me. Well, way less controversial. Okay, <laughs> than what we just went through. So I'm gonna make it fast. Apple pie and sliced cheese. Wow, I had that on my list as well. Did you? Yeah, it's a food sin. You should not do that. Nope. I don't understand where that came from either. I don't either. In fact, I did a I did a poll last year on my own personal Facebook page on that very subject, and overwhelmingly, like 70, 80, 90% of people voted, said no cheese on I think it's pie. an older generation thing. It, it is. Because I is. think this is something my, grand, my grandfather told me to do, and he had me try it, and it, it was the grossest thing I've ever had. We need to do an episode at some point about weird food combinations. Oh yeah, because I think that could be a whole episode too. But um, apple pie—I don't even—I don't get the concept of how that works. I don't know if they thought you know apple pie and ice cream are really good, so that's apple and dairy. Maybe apple pie and, and sliced cheese will get, and it just—it doesn't work. My question is: Are people are people like? Is it they're putting the cheese on when it's hot and so it's melting on yes. there? Yeah, you, you melt the cheese onto the pie. Makes me want to throw up a little bit, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I, I don't understand it, but I do agree that's a food sin. Yeah, that's that's number nine. I'm, 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 I'm going to go really quick there because I know we're past time. Give us number one, Aaron. I'm sure it'll be just as controversial as pizza. Okay, as I've still got a lot of things on my list. Uh, burgers. Okay. What? This is another full episode. I know. Yeah. A burger needs to be ground meat. Between two slices of bread, you have a burger. Again, you can begin adding toppings, but if you if you take plant and turn a plant into a burger, so no veggie burgers, no veggie burgers. Let me ask you a question: before, You can't take a tuna steak and put it on there and call it a sandwich or, or, or call it a, a burger. Before we move way down this rabbit hole, going back to people's dietary needs, such as yours truly right now. Again, this is not the preferred method for me. I don't want to do this. Substitute bun for lettuce. I have I have done it trying to watch carbs. I have done that. Is it a burger? Uh, no, it's not. The way I know that's because I've eaten one between two pieces of bread before. And it is nothing like a piece of meat between two pieces of lettuce. I will agree with that. But I don't know how you can't classify it as a burger. You're eating a you're eating a piece of ground meat wrapped up in in leafy greens. Uh, Basically, this whole episode, you're just against lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we've come down to. You are against anything leafy. I like I like lettuce. I like iceberg lettuce. So is there a, is there a limit to the toppings that can go on a burger? I don't think so. Anything's fair game between bun, burger, everything else is fair game. Yep. I think it comes down to your personal preference then. Because I heard this on a, on a talk show not too long ago, and they talked about that a real burger is handheld. Like, you need to be able to eat it in a car 
driving down the road. If you can't do that, it's not a burger. I think I think we should define a a classic traditional burger. And, and most I, restaurants I, do. I think you can do that. And then you have these gourmet. Gour, yeah, you can call it a gourmet burger. You can you can go wild with your creation on it. What's what's your favorite burger? If you had to build your dream burger, don't worry about diet. Don't worry about money. No, what would your dream burger look like? A buttered griddled bun, hamburger, uh, ground beef. I like a thicker burger. I know some people prefer the thin burgers. I'm I'm more on the thick side. I'm a thick burger. I like a thick burger. I want melted cheese, two slices of it, uh, bacon, lettuce, tomato, mayonnaise, and mustard, and pickle. And that's I mean that's my favorite burger. It's a good burger. Just a just it's a, hard to beat a simple that. one. It's hard to beat the simple burger. I'd say the best burger I've ever had. It's a really complex burger, though. Griddled or toasted bun. Man, there's just something magical about that. Quality beef with lettuce, raw onion slices. Oh, I know okay. you don't. You don't. Yeah, I don't do that. You a don't lot of frequent do. the onion. This is where it gets wild. Okay, now again, your burgers that you described is probably my typical go-to. So that's my average burger where I'm going to go if I'm going to go to a place. That's what I'm going to get. This though was like one of the best, amazing, magical things I've ever had. So. All those things, pulled pork, ooh, and a fried egg. Wow, that with raw onion on there. Did you say raw onion? Yeah, huh? That seems like an odd combination, yeah. but really helped tie it together. I enjoy an onion ring, or you know those those crispy onions that you put on like a green bean yes. casserole. Yeah, and now they even do like jalapenos. They do. You put that on a burger. Yes, man, that's good too. It's I so like good. a fried egg on there. Yeah, burger. Now, now, now I want a burger. So hungry. Okay, I want a burger. Um. Honorable mention time. Um, I've only got a couple. Again, we're, we get, we're going to do an episode on weird combinations. Peanut butter, banana, and mayonnaise sandwiches. Oh, my. No, this isn't a thing. Tell me this isn't a this thing. This is a thing. Oh. I used to have a roommate who Heaven did help us all. Yeah. He used to do this and swear by it. No. I thought he was insane. Then I found out that somebody I'm related to does this all the time, too. On oh, Lauren's boy. side of the family. Oh boy, I don't, I don't understand why. Another thing I saw on the internet a lot was peanut butter and pickle sandwiches. Okay, makes just, zero people sense doing to stuff me. with peanut butter. A lot of things it. done with peanut butter yeah. I saw on the internet. Peanut butter is good on its own, people. Thank you. Uh, maybe with jelly or honey or marshmallow fluff. That's yeah. the jam right those there. Are, those are acceptable. The other thing my other honorable mention is salting your tomatoes or watermelon. I am not totally against. I just made this an honorable mention. The reason why I have I do this with tomato, not so much with watermelon, but I do this with tomato. The the, th the reason I included this is I have a lot of people who I, when I tell them I've done this from time to time, like freak out. They think it's the worst thing I've ever done. They think I murdered a person. <laughs> I will agree with you on salting your watermelon. Now I do like to salt and pepper a tomato. If I'm gonna have put a slice of tomato on a sandwich, I will season it. I found out from my mom. I always wonder why my mom made such good sandwiches, and she told me the secret a couple years ago. She just salts and peppers them. Ah, nope. simple things. Nobody ever thinks to do that. She does that. That's my honorable mentions. You got anything here? Yes. Uh, cookie pizza. Back to my my pizza thing. Nope. We're about to fight. Um, they're good, but they're they're just they're extra large cookies. They're, okay, they're I'll not, give they're you not that. pizza. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, it's not really a pizza. Also, other dessert pizzas, you know, where you actually put a crust and put other stuff a on it. A Bavarian them. pizza yeah. is really good. Really good. I'd have to try it. Kale chips. Yeah, agree. Been there, done that. Uh, got the t-shirt. Don't ever do it, people. I, I read I read something the other day that said if you add uh, coconut oil 
to your kale, it makes it so much easier to wipe off into the trash can. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, eating raw potato. Who's doing that? Uh, my wife does. Really? Yeah. Anytime we're going to make a potato dish, I have to stop her from eating the potato raw. Erica? This is, yeah. Erica. Uh, and apparently she says a lot of other people do that as well. You're lying. You're just trying to make excuses. The last thing on my list, and this was a big one, it could have actually been in the 10, but a food sin for me, and a lot of people that disagree with me on this, but it's a sin if you do not put beans in your chili. Ooh, fight time again. Yeah, it is. This should have been in the top 10. It should have. I almost put it in there myself. Um, People have strong opinions on it. But I thought, you know, it's, it's so common that I don't know if it's a sin. I think it's just divisive. It, it is divisive. So you're you're anti bean. No, I love beans. You're pro bean. Yeah, okay. I'm pro bean. If you don't put the beans in the chili, then I'm mad. Yeah. Well, I'm anti bean over here. I've only gotten to where I will. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I hope you've enjoyed the last podcast yeah. we've done because we can't agree on anything anymore. <laughs> Gosh, this maybe need to be a two parter. We should do an episode on ten things we disagree about when it comes to foods. <laughs> The last thing that I was going to mention was... Um, My gosh, we should have done a whole episode <clears throat> of just your honorable mention. <laughs> well, yeah, like I said, donuts as Hold a, on. As a Hold burger on. bun. Now, don't, no, I, don't go... I have never tried this. Seriously, I have never fight. tried this, but it's I saw delicious. a lot of people online that say it's a massive sin. And I knew I, that you have tried this. I've I wanted to try it. it. It is delicious. It's not a food sin. It, no, it's not a food sin. It fits in your criteria too of bread, <laughs> meat, and cheese. It is. It is. I mean, it is. It's different, but it is delicious. So it's, it's something this, that you've said. I've eaten this, and I would eat it again. I would eat it again. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I guess the people on on the interwebs are wrong then. No, the internet's never wrong. <laughs> well, listen. If you've committed any of these food sins, um, repent. Um, and let us know you need to pray about it Um, let us know what food sins we may have missed out on go onto our Instagram and uh, at 10 things podcast and uh, send us a message let us know uh, what we missed if we have enough of them maybe we'll do a whole episode of just your feedback Um, Aaron you have anything else I just want to make sure people subscribe yes they they give us that five-star rating yes we need it we need it you know, leave us some feedback. A lot of people think that doesn't really do anything but boost your ego. It actually really does help out the whole algorithm and stuff like that. It helps us. Other helps people, people find, find us, us yeah. easier. And uh, we want to be found. And, and you know, share us online. Yeah. Let Tell somebody know about, about it. Send them the link. Copy the link. Share it with somebody. We would. We'd love to be in your friend's ears. That's. That's a weird way to put well, it. Well, that was. That was, a, that was an odd ending for the uh, day. But, no, seriously, we want to quit all of our jobs and do... I'm kidding. Uh, we, we do love doing this, and we want to keep doing it. So please help us share it, rate it, review it. Uh, leave us a good review. Let us know what you like about it. Let us know if you find Aaron's voice soothing. If you, if you find his voice soothing but really disagree with his take on pizza like I do. Um, or if uh, you are on my side. Really, we just... Really, I'm asking you guys to really <laughs> tell me I'm right. That's what I want to know, that I'm right and he's wrong. I mean, because I, I, I don't need anybody to tell me I'm right because I already know. So That you're wrong? Okay, I get it. You already know you're wrong. That's cool. Um, all right, for, <laughs> for this week's episode, my name is Craig. I'm Aaron. 
And uh, we will talk at you next week. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Best Things Podcast. If you liked today's episode, give it a five-star rating on your favorite podcast app. You can also find us on all the socials at Best Things Pod and listen to full episodes on YouTube. To hear your opinion on the podcast, email us at feedback at bestthingspod.com or tap the link in the episode notes to leave us a voicemail and you can hear your voice on an upcoming episode of the podcast. 